Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. May corn futures down one and three quarters at 5.36 and a half. May soybeans are now up a half cent at 13.91 and three quarters. May Chicago wheat uh, is up nine and a half at 6.59 and three quarters. May Kansas City wheat up eight and a half at 6.31 and three quarters. If you guys are watching on YouTube, uh, really appreciate it. We've had I've had a lot more people tuning in live this early in the morning, which is uh, amazing. But uh, if you uh, like these videos, if you're watching them, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you uh, like the video. It would really help me out in regard to YouTube, the way that their computers work. If you're listening on the podcast, appreciate it as always. Uh, make sure you leave me a review if you have not already. If you guys need some more help from me, as always, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. For $49 a month, bill to your credit card through PayPal. I will send you my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. It includes every overnight headline that you need to be aware of, all sorts of interesting charts, graphics, information, all of my grain marketing recommendations. This is a monthly deal. It's billed to your credit card. It can be canceled absolutely any time. There's no other fee, no other obligation. You don't need a trading account. Uh, certainly check that out if you are seeking some help with your grain marketing or with these markets in general. Uh, to get started here with some of the headlines here today, Brazilian soybean production estimates continue to trend higher. Uh, Stonex, that's FC Stone, uh, pegged the crop at 133.5. Its previous estimate was 132.8. The group pegged the country's corn crop at 108.5, down from 110.2 previously. It seems as if most groups in regard to the Brazilian soybean crop are kind of gravitating toward that 132 to 134 range, which would exceed last year's record by a wide margin. According to, to USDA, last year's record crop was 126. So it, it looks as if a, a record Brazilian soybean crop is is imminent here. It's it's being harvested. Uh, the pace of shipments is accelerating. So things moving along. I know it's it's been a slower harvest pace, but things can catch up quickly when, uh, when a, a window opens. Trade chatter regarding China's U.S. corn purchases continues to circulate. Now, last week's shipments were strong, like 60 million bushels. I think that was a marketing year high. We'll need to see a, a strong pace of shipments continue through the remainder of the marketing year if we're going to hit uh, these targets. Now, exporters to this point, I believe, have only shipped about 44% of the corn that has been sold. So I think that despite the fact that you had a, a marketing year high in shipments, there are traders out there concerned that cancellations or switchings are possible given a number of factors. Uh, first off, the Chinese government uh, has not really changed their quota deal. They haven't issued new quotas for all the U.S. corn that's been purchased. Um, it's also likely that China will be able to book uh, much cheaper South American corn over the next few months. Argentina is already more competitive than uh, the U.S. at this point. Some people reminded of the uh, uh, 2014 year where China bought some corn or quite a bit and, and canceled it. It wasn't canceled a whole bunch of it. There wasn't uh, nearly as much as what we have this year, but that was one uh, year that I've seen some some traders point to. The U.S. dollar traded a fresh one-month high overnight. There's some concern that these rising bond yields 
could drive investors back into safe haven assets and and maybe away from riskier currencies. You know, as far as currencies go, I mean, the dollar is still the best game in town. Yields on the U.S. Uh, 10-year note were near a one-year high of about 1.44% this morning. That's still a very low level historically, but it's a, it's the best in about a year again. So a strong dollar, typically a negative for U.S. commodity markets. We're not really breaking any new ground here. I mean, we traded some one-month highs, but but uh, we're not off to the races by any means. It's still been more of a consolidation trade. Uh, I hesitated to even mention this next topic, but I'm going to mention it anyways. Bitcoin is gaining traction. I've never really discussed this a whole lot. I, I did one or, or maybe two podcast episodes regarding Bitcoin, but I don't discuss it in the daily deal. Um, I thought it was warranted today, and uh, there are some significant events that have taken place. Um, Citibank says that Bitcoin is at a tipping point and could become the preferred currency for a national trade. That's a big deal when you get a, a massive entity like Citi to say something like that. Uh, maybe on that same note, the director of Global Macro at Fidelity says that Bitcoin has evolved to the level of digital gold. JP Morgan says that investors can add 1% of their allocation to Bitcoin. This is all uh, extremely interesting. I'm not sure if this is uh, the future or if it's a bubble, but uh, the fact that you've got uh, now massive institutional entities um, uh, uh kind of getting behind this thing or or at least getting away from the stance that it's a bubble and that it's it's useless uh, is is interesting. We saw a few weeks ago the the story that Tesla uh, purchased a whole bunch of Bitcoin. Uh, one great example of of a of a publicly traded co- company putting um, uh, Bitcoin on its balance sheets would be MicroStrategy. Look up MicroStrategy and what they've done in regard to Bitcoin. So this is really phenomenally interesting stuff. It could be the future. It could be a bubble. I do not know. But there's a lot of uh, interesting stuff in regard to headlines and what's being said. The extended forecast offers some drought relief. The period from March 9th through the 18th offers some better rain chances for portions of the Dakotas, Iowa, and southern Minnesota. Nebraska still uh, has very little relief in sight. The areas I mentioned slated to see one to two inches of precipitation in total during the stretch. This is not a drought-busting event, I don't think, but uh, certainly helpful. Cattle market finished lower yesterday. We had some steep losses in some of the contracts, more than a dollar. The uh, hog market was up a little bit. Cash cattle not established yet this week. 114 caught the majority of it last week. So we'll see what develops here today. In the uh, outside markets, we've got the uh, stocks just a little bit lower. The S&P's down five. The bonds, or, or the Dow rather, is down about 20. So very quiet day after a huge update yesterday. Precious metals are mixed. Gold's up. Silver is lower. We have the U.S. dollar again is higher. Bonds are lower. Uh, crude oil is up 14 cents at 60.78 in the April WTI contract. Remember, if you guys need some more information, check out my website. Everybody have a great day. Uh, Tomorrow, I will be uh, uh, publishing an episode. I'm going to have a conversation with Ken Morrison regarding the 2021 acreage mix. I'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow morning. Everybody have a great day. Uh, We'll catch you uh, in the morning.